0: Hi, my name's Jason Bebo. You're listening to a Game of Thrones recap on the Emerald Podcast Network.
1: So guys, Game of Thrones, sponsored by Starbucks now? (laughs) Question mark? (laughs) That's all anyone's talking about online. And obviously, not product placement, because it wasn't a Starbucks cup, but...
2: Get over it, people. (laughs) It happens.
1: We got an important episode to talk about, though, because lots of stuff finally happened. (laughs) Finally, I mean, the battle for Winterfell was pretty big, but now some actual stuff happened. We we know what's going on, and there's another battle scene, a battle episode in the works that we know of, at least. So episode four, what do you guys think? What do we all think?
2: I honestly forgot the first half of it.
1: <laughs> it was just kind of celebration, I mean, right. leading up. Right, the but, feast, yeah. yes,
2: mm-hmm. yes, yes. It very much paralleled the feast scene at the beginning, you know, I think it's really interesting that John in the very, very beginning, he was not allowed inside the feast or maybe he just wasn't welcome there. And so you see him pouting outside and now he's the center of attention at the feast. Um, and Danny's not too happy about that. Yeah,
3: she is and, not. Yeah. And I think that was kind of like one key thing for me was that she looked really pissed off the whole time. And like she's normally used to it being all about her and everyone just like coming to her and stuff. Um, so I think you can kind of see her start to just kind of like fade away from everyone as everyone starts like celebrate John more.
2: Well. Go on,
3: and and I just think that that really pisses her off because through this whole show we've seen it be all about her and how she has this like full control over everyone, and now people see John as her now I guess you can say in, mm-hmm. in a way, and they all kind of want to fight for him and you know they all want him to be king, which right. Let's take this into look... account.
2: Mm-hmm. Let's take this into account. Danny's storyline is coming home. Uh, from the very beginning, she's been told Westeros is your home. Mm-hmm um and so she's been living on another continent maybe not feeling like she very much belongs there except that is probably where she feels more at home if anything and yeah. so her whole life she's told home 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 yeah. is Westeros and she gets there and she feels like an outsider that's probably really upsetting
1: mm-hmm. and plus if you take into account like in the episode prior pretty much everyone that she like trusted had been killed at that point or and then obviously we learned in this episode that another person that she trusts dies in the end. So, I mean, by the end of the episode, she's got very few people left that she truly wholeheartedly trusts. Yeah. And so yes. I can see that as a big reason why she uh, doesn't really feel welcome.
0: Mm-hmm. And touching on Gabe's point, too, and also 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 Sarah's, Danny definitely, I think, feels like a fish out of water here. Um, if you look at in the first couple seasons when she is the one who kind of frees slaves and frees these cities, you know, she gets welcomed with open arms, you know, Misa, Misa. There's that whole scene. I think it's the end of season three, where she, you know, she's just embraced by this whole city of people, and then she kind of does the same thing. Same thing here, where she helps in saving them. And what happens then? Um, they, you know, they hail John as their hero, as their king, um, someone who rides dragons, right? And so she's sitting there <laughs> like, wait, I'm all those things too, um, but she's not one of them and she she doesn't feel like one of them she doesn't act like one of them and so they don't see her as one of them and i think that's a huge reason why she just she looks so uncomfortable the whole feast
3: yeah Yeah, and i think and i think kind of all the people that she got to come to battle with them she wasn't really i guess um i guess she wasn't like in the battle like kind of kind of like how kind of like how for um For for John, he was in doubt with all these guys and he really, really got to know them and they all became really good friends. And Mm. I think for Danny, she only has maybe one or two or three people that she can actually really count on. Now, those numbers are kind of starting to fade from her. Dwindling. Yeah. And so I think that seeing someone that you go to war with and seeing someone that's doing the same things that you are, I think, makes him feel more comfortable about what's going to come. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So let's talk about that last shot of Danny walking away with just (laughs) pure, unadulterated rage on her face. Mm -hmm. I'd like to say that you know, or I think, you know, we're talking Mad Queen Cersei, Mad Queen Mm -hmm. Danny. I don't think Danny is is necessarily. I would really like to see her character not fall under a Mad Queen sort of category, but a tragic Queen. Mm -hmm. You know, this 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 just the story of a tragic hero who just has fallen from her grace and you know I I think whereas Cersei's Monstrosity is like we—it's so fun to hate on Cersei. You can Mm -hmm. just be like, "Yeah, she's a bitch. Like, you know, like (laughs) she's a monster. She's a demon. You know, let her do what she do." With Danny, I think it's a little more complicated because we started off loving her, and now we see her falling into this darker and darker place. I think it would—I really hope that the way that they write these upcoming episodes, if they do take her to that dark place, I hope they do her justice by. Giving her character a more tragic standpoint that like breaks our hearts as much as her heart yeah, is broken.
0: Right. I agree. I think a huge part of that is making whatever she does like the decision morally gray, and that there's no real like right or wrong answer. And I feel like that's kind of how they're setting it up too, because like we see just all the pain she's dealt with, especially this mm. last like week, mm. right? And at, and now recently at the hands of Cersei and Euron, and so it's like she's a little bit justified. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 e- even if she does become the villain, quote unquote. Um, you know, you, we, we we can see it from her. We can see it from her point point of view, and it's not just like um, um, the Mad King Ares where he just burns people alive, or Cersei, where she just doesn't care about anything <laughs> except her yeah. and her family. Yeah. Um. As as opposed to Dan, Danny, who's like fighting, maybe committing some, maybe will commit some pretty terrible deeds, but for what we think is a good cause.
2: I do believe she has the people's best interests at heart. You know, I mm-hmm. think part of it is. She just wants to be queen so freaking bad, but mm-hmm. I think she wants to be queen because she genuinely believes that she can do good by mm-hmm. the people she's ruling over. She doesn't want to be queen of the ashes. Right. But speaking of queen of the ashes, can we throw it back to the house of the undying? Okay.
0: Oh man, this is not my theory. Oh, but right.
2: I did observe it, and I I like it a lot when she has that vision in the house of the undying it's like her walking alone in the iron throne room in the red keep in what looks like snow but what if it's not snow what if it's ashes and that's like Ooh. and it's in the whole room is empty and it's like after the that could possibly be after the battle is fought mm. and it's her that's alone in a room of ashes snow ashes the roof is also blown off and the roof is blown off damn and nobody around it's that that scene is supposed to be a look into her future so
1: so maybe
0: she will be, be the, the queen of future. the ashes yeah interesting yeah, or at least just like the The Red Keep could just be ashes, right? I mean, either way. I liked that a
2: lot. You know, I think whatever season that was threw a lot of very, like, prophetic things our Mm -hmm. way that kind of maybe just went right over the head. And now it's coming back. And it it makes total sense to me.
1: And it's funny, like, that you're touching on that because I feel like Jason and I had this conversation uh, a little bit outside the podcast booth. But, like, there's a lot of, like, foreshadowing and, like, prophecies that have kind of been thrown out there that really got to start coming to fruition. Um, and one of them, at least in this new episode that we watched, um, it was both the Hound and Arya said that they won't be coming back or they don't plan on coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was interesting to note just because it's like Arya, obviously she's not going to come back to Winterfell. Who knows what her plan is? But um, that was one. Um, and I think the other one that maybe not in the episode, but it kind of stood out to me was uh, definitely Jamie going back and mm. maybe he's going to kill kill Cersei, um, and I think that was because of the prophecy that Cersei had a long time ago. The ultimate um, yes. one and done move. He right. just curved. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. yeah curved, I, right. think there's I felt l- so bad.
2: There's a lot of people who misread that scene as, like, Jamie actually, like, breaking up, if you right. will, with Brienne.
0: Maybe misread. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I don't know, just all of the things leading up to it, where Bronn r- rolls in and right. he doesn't kill them, mm-hmm. you know... Um, Jamie saying that like he he's a hateful person like it's setting it's it's he's totally gonna kill Cersei he's or he's gonna try maybe
0: yeah, yeah I hope so so bad just
2: like you know like <laughs> what if Arya steals another kill
4: for the team <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy i mean
1: but Gabe, you said this before we were recording too it's like you think that you don't think that jamie's gonna kill Cersei. you think he could even go for john or danny
3: yeah um i think that i think that i think that deep down inside he really wants to hate his sister slash baby mama but, <laughs> but but um i just think that they that i mean they've they've been through this whole journey together for so long and I think that he just has so much stock into her that it's hard for him to just kind of let go like like that and it's just done so I think that he's trying to fight with what's good and and what's right and what's bad and you know and those things that are going through his head and I think that's kind of going to get harder for him but of course we're going to see him make his choice very soon so it's just kind of seeing him kind of Want to be good, want to fight for what's right, but then also he's like, okay, wait, I still love this woman, and like I've done so much for her, mm-hmm. and he kind of like went through like all the bad things that he's done for her. But um, I think for Cersei, um, going back to your point, Sarah, I think that she knows how to push everyone's buttons. She mm-hmm. pushed, she pushed uh, John's. She's pushed her own brothers. She's pushed Danny's buttons, oh. <laughs> and and um and I think that that is making Danny become more and more of what she doesn't want to be, and that's her dad. And I mm-hmm. think with and I think um. Maybe with the writing, yeah, of course I don't I don't I don't kinda wanna see that again or like see her go through that again. But of course I think it's Cersei pushing her buttons to become something that she doesn't want to be. Mm-hmm. And we saw it at the end of the episode where, you know, she just walks off just completely pissed off and she's ready to burn everyone that lives there. Yeah. And that's exactly who her dad was. And I think that's what Cersei's kinda just trying to get out of her to see like yeah. who she really is.
2: It also to um it really looked like that that scene, um, from when uh, what was it called? The Sea of Bones? Something like... Yeah, the, the Sea of Bones. It's when they're outside... When Danny and the Dothraki are outside Karth. Oh, right. After Kaldrogo died, and they're traveling through the desert, the and waste. they like... The Red Waste, yeah. But I think out, the area outside Karth was called, like, the Sea of Bones or something oh, like that. God, In yeah. the Red yeah. Waste.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, and she's there knocking at the door with a humble little horde of Dothraki, like, let me into you all city. Or I'll kill you all. And they're like kind of up on that perch, like, sorry, you, you can't kill us all. Like, look at you, you're gonna die if we don't open our gates. And it very much mirrored that scene where Danny is like, surrender or I'll kill you all. Yeah. And Cersei's kinda like, Okay, yeah, go for it. That's like, so true.
0: That's such a huge thing too. People forget just like Danny's been back against the wall before and she's pulled through every time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like she has surprised me personally just like again and again and again. And that, I'm really hoping she has something up her sleeve here mm-hmm. again because, like, those are some of my favorite scenes in in all totally. of in all of Game of Thrones. Is like right when she gets the Unsullied, when she burns mm-hmm. down all of the all of the calls, and it's just this huge just moment of just her exercising her power when I mean, she doesn't even have any power. It's like you don't even know it's there, and then all of a sudden it's mm-hmm. there. Oh, and I hope that I, I, that's what I'm feeling again. where, where it's down. Oh, Danny's power powerless, but. I I hope we see another another moment where yeah. that's in fact not the case. Any,
2: oh, go on, Jason.
0: You can go on actually because I. So okay. the next thing I'm going to say is kind of switching gears.
2: Oh, I was going to switch gears. Well, a
0: little can bit. Can I say one more thing? So what? Where are we switching gears? Switching gears. After <laughs> this. I was, was going to
1: stay at the gate. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I'm kind of sticking. It's kind of going off of Jason's okay. point. Like I think I think comparing Danny and Cersei. Like I think I trust Danny to make a better judgment call and a better decision that is, affects people in a positive way versus with Cersei, I think she's definitely one person who really would just, like, make a decision and kill everyone, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it, like on the moment. And I think, like, and that's why I think Danny might have the upper hand. I think she's better in the moment and she can come up with something on the fly like really quick and it'll it turn literally out on the fly literally on the yeah. fly because she be on a dragon yeah. but uh, mean,
2: that's why Tyrion's telling Cersei that her reign is over mm-hmm. you know because she's really just like queen and name now you know it's it's like yeah she's a ruling figure but mm-hmm. she's only ruling because if she doesn't rule she'll she'll she, somebody's gonna kill her you mm-hmm. know it's it's very much like a defense of if herself if you play the
1: game of thrones you either win you win or you or die, die. Yeah. exactly
2: and so I I did upon a second watch notice that Tyrion may have caused Cersei some trouble without even knowing it
1: because he mentioned the
3: baby because he mentioned the yeah, baby exactly yeah yes I
2: hope that
0: plays a
3: role so and, because and, and, and I mean
2: he for for the people listening to this let's just quickly go over yeah. it yeah um, Cersei is pregnant with Jamie's baby, is but she she's, but she's told Euron that it's hers. Um, and as we discussed the very first podcast, she probably only let Euron sleep with her in the first place so that he would think that when she starts showing it's his. Um, but long before that happened, she told Tyrion about the baby. And so... N- Tyrion and Euron and Cersei and them have not seen each other since then. So for Tyrion to be like, oh, my God, think about your baby. Euron's kind of a dumbass, so he (laughs) he probably won't pick up on this. But if he does, that's like, oh, shit. How did Tyrion find out about the baby? The last time we saw him was several months ago. (laughs) Like what's going on here? Yeah. You know? And
3: I think, and I think in that scene, there was that kind of quick cut to him where he was like, wait, what did he just say? But I mean, but we kind of didn't see his character after that. So maybe that's kind of just leaving it just um, on the edge for us. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't, I mean, do you guys really believe that she's really pregnant? I mean, are we buying this? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
2: Just, um, because like, otherwise she wouldn't have let your own sleep with her. You know, yeah. it's fair. all a trap to like convince him that it's her, yeah. that it's mm-hmm. theirs.
0: That's right. Mm hmm. Um. Yeah, and maybe you're on like knows it's not his, but just doesn't care as well, right? Like, I mean, maybe he just has another plan, like um, what he did to the previous king of the Greyjoys—throw her over a bridge or something, (laughs) right? Like, an accident's gonna befall her. He's like, whatever. I'm going to end up king anyways. Also,
2: those emotions while she's up on that perch—they're very real. You Mm -hmm. know, as much of a monster as she is, she does have emotions for her kids, Mm -hmm. and. You know they're, they're they're so real that that's like what pushes her ultimately to execute Miss and Day. Yeah, which is so sad. That was rough. Final words,
1: Jacaris.
2: Amazing. Yeah. Really
1: good. I think it was a good choice. Original. Mm-hmm. You
2: know, just it's, it's, that's Danny's soulmate right there. You mm-hmm. know,
3: what's gonna happen to Grey Worm? Yeah, it's also his soulmate too. He's gonna yeah. come back just trying to murder everyone.
2: Think. Well, you know, the Unsullied are, are people who are from babies just trained to be emotionalist killers. Yeah. And Danny and Miss and Day are the people who have taught Grey Worm how to be human. Um, so now he doesn't really have that, that guiding figure anymore. He's either going to be a war machine or he's going to let his emotions get the best of him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe the next episode will open to, like, his... Like suicide or something. I don't know. Yeah, you know, we'll it's very very sad. But mm-hmm. then again, when they started talking about the future, we all we knew know. that one of them was not gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, that's I true. To
3: know. And I guess, I guess, r- I guess uh, right before John left, are the people that said bye to him? Are we not gonna see them again? They kind of ended it with like, okay, well, you know, we're gonna go up north. We're gonna stay here. We're having a baby ghost was just there that um, chapter is probably I closed think so. well, we have two for those people them. I think we're seeing at least anymore. somebody Tormen, gets a happy I ending Tormen so much i love he's probably tarman's great he's probably one of my favorite characters mm, my top three. Totally. yeah D- depending on this how the so show savage. ends we might see some yeah, of them. yeah that's true but i mean that just seemed like they just kind of just like we're like okay this is done this is mm-hmm. how we move on but yeah. i was like well i feel like you might need them in battle but they haven't really been down south like that yet. So
2: but yeah. they don't. They the thing is, is they don't want to really fight. That's not their battle to exactly. fight. 100%. The exactly. The ones against the White Walkers was their battle to yes. fight, but this mm-hmm. one isn't, and John recognizes that, which is why he probably doesn't pressure them into staying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You mentioned Ghost. Let's talk about that. Please. I have a take on that. It's a really Ghost. hot take. It's not a hot take. It's just, it's well, an intellectual take. Good take. Me being White the English that. nerd that I am, uh, over analyzing everything.
0: My major. <laughs> Sarah, give us your take.
2: <laughs> Maybe I don't want to anymore. No, no, no. You come got on, Sarah, I will give your take for you and yeah. I won't do it as good of justice. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of people are upset about how ghost was sent off. Um mm. you know, let's recap real quick. John was pretty much, hey tormund you want this dog? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
2: you know, he's like he doesn't well be- you know, he doesn't belong down south. Like take him up north with you, let him run free. Um I think that was you know the direwolves have always been a symbol for the starks um when one of the stark kids dies their direwolf usually dies with them oh. john and rickon and etc um or not john uh, rob. rob what the fr- yeah. yeah 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 rob brain fart <coughs> record scratch <Yeah. laughs> rob and rickon etc mm-hmm. and um when we first even find the direwolves um i think someone was like oh look it's five pups one for every one of the stark children and then they're like oh look here's this runt give it to john um and so now that john is kind of sending ghosts to go be up north i think that's is very much him re- uh, re- rejecting his identity as a Stark, mm-hmm. which is the struggle that we've that we've seen with him for this episode, is him struggling with this Stark Targaryen dichotomized identity now. And I just think that him sending Ghost away is him being like, "No, this is not a Stark. Like, I I am not a wolf." Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know. So letting yeah. mine go.
1: So one thing that I kind of was kind of brooding on a little bit. So that, well, this episode is called "The Last of the Starks." And so obviously we kind of see, like, we know that Bran, he's kind of identifying himself as the Three-Eyed Raven. He doesn't call himself a Stark anymore. Mm -hmm. And then we know that Arya doesn't see herself as a lady, and she's kind of her own assassin thing now. And then John oh, is renouncing his Starkhood, so oh, it's Sansa. God. And Sansa in this episode my really girl. really stands out, <laughs> I thought. And so maybe this the last of the Starks, maybe it's Sansa.
2: My girl.
1: <laughs>
2: That's great, because uh, you know, not just that, not just Arya not being not wanting to be a lady, <laughs> so but she's no one. <laughs> That's true. Oh. That so was,
1: it kind wow. of makes sense. I was, I was thinking about that. I'm like I why would they call the it episode that? Title. Yeah, the last of the Starks.
2: That's great.
1: So and Sansa in this episode really kind of showed herself as the only person that I thought had a level head throughout this whole thing and was really kind of seeing everything really well. Even though she going to keep a secret for I mean, but that, that was strategic. No, okay. oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So
2: here, J- I know that Jason does not like Sansa very much. Sansa no. is one of my favorite characters. I used to not like her, but I have come to really freaking stand Sansa, mm-hmm. and just she's not honorable. She's conniving and mm-hmm. manipulative, but I freaking love that. Mm-hmm. It's just so – because she can't fight. She can't kill people like Arya can, but she's badass in her own way. She likes meddling.
0: Right. I think that in terms of, like, her strengths now, she's definitely one of the best suited to play the game, right? Better than Daenerys. Yeah. Better than Tyrion even, which – how does that happen? Somehow, yeah. I I blame the writers. And (laughs) way better than Arya, way better than Jon, way better than everyone else because she was literally raised – Mm-hmm. Yeah, since she was like 14 whatever by Cersei Littlefinger yeah mm-hmm. the hound a little bit you know, you know like that, I mean? that conversation she has with the ah. hound too it's like mm-hmm. like if I if, if she's like if I had followed
1: you I would not have grown up I would still be yeah. the little bird that I was before yeah. you yeah so. if,
2: if I had left with you like I'd still be the little bird mm-hmm. like I I that line just struck me yeah. I loved that line mm-hmm. however she delivered it whatever the exact line was go rewatch the show I just it just hit me hmm and I was like I got chills. I was like, Oh my girl.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I
1: thought that was a good conversation they had. But yeah, Sansa's really kind of stepping up and showing up as as a big player in this. So I mean it's gonna be interesting to see how her character develops in these last two episodes and yeah. what she ends up doing. But interesting tidbit nonetheless. Um I don't know, what's another big scene maybe we probably should at least touch on is the, the dragons, right? Oh that, that too. Yeah. She did kind of lose a dragon. dragon dead.
3: She did kinda yeah. I think one of my
1: favorite memes that I saw was uh instead of Euron <laughs> shooting the, the arrow at the dragon that killed Rhaegal, it was ghost and it's like, How dare you take my best friend?
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought
1: that was a good meme. But uh yeah, so Jason's kind of upset because he doesn't understand how she couldn't see an armada in the air and then she was the it's dragon.
0: That's very fair. It's just yeah. bad writing. <laughs> <It's very fair. laughs> really, I'm just upset I'm just
3: upset at the writing. Th- mm-hmm. That and I mean not nervous. only
2: I think it's a meme, I think it's fun to hate on the writing now but you try it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it is hard, I'm sure. I'm not getting paid what they're getting paid either. That's you right.
2: know, okay, but but maybe that that my argument aside, mm-hmm. um there's just certain things with movies and cinema that you just you can't accomplish mm-hmm. any other way.
1: I don't know. Well, I thought okay, to be fair, like I thought that was like, we were at the pinnacle of, like, all right, they're at King's Landing. Like, she has two dragons. Like, she's got, like, half of the, uh, oh, God, the Unsullied with her, like, and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, man, okay, this is going to get exciting. There's a chance that they could win this. And then the first thing that happens, like, the music is kind of roaring up, and then all of a sudden, arrow to the dragon, and then dragon down. And then all of a sudden, the mood quickly shifts to panic. And I thought that was a really good plot device, and just kind of, like, saying, don't forget about Cersei. Like, Cersei has been preparing for this. She knew what was coming. Like, like in the like the intro, whatever credits, like they kept showing that shot of the arrow, the bow and arrow thing mm. pointed at the dragon skull, yeah. and I kept saying like that's going to be important. Just you wait, like, and, <laughs> it, and it was. She, they killed the dragon you, successfully. You know or what, Jason? Nick, yeah.
2: I will say though, I am mad about how Euron's character is written mm-hmm. because his only attacks have all been just s- like ex machina surprise attacks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like, woohoo, like coming out here. He's got like some anime music playing behind him. He's like, you know, and and uh, that's like all we've seen from him. We haven't seen any like other, like, oh, I'm planning to go get them. It's just, oh, our heroes are going somewhere. And then, oh, Euron shows up, you know, like mm-hmm. Bowser comes to steal Peach. It's just like, <laughs> boom, just that's like. That's
0: exactly what it is. It's yeah. like he's, he doesn't, I mean, his character depth is like a puddle, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he's essentially a, a plot device used by the writers to even the odds between. Cersei and Danny,
2: which is crazy, because in the books he's this like insane character with like a right. god complex. Right, he's crazy in the books. You and watch he's got you like own. all these mega powers. And mm-hmm. I, I think like in the books, doesn't he have this horn that can like kill dragons or something like that? Yeah, there, there is a horn that it's so like turns dragons that, around. Maybe them
0: follow you. I don't know what the horn does.
2: Maybe I, I think it, I think it kills maybe. dragons. It's like called Dragon's Bane or something like that. Mm-hmm. But but so you know maybe the in the show they didn't want to bring that in, so they're just like okay, give him a giant ballista and he'll just kill the dragons that. <laughs> so- But either way, you know, I think you know his character is supposed to be a lot more interesting than he is. I would have loved to see the more of the god complex like Mm -hmm. side of him, but Mm -hmm. instead they just made him batshit crazy with like
0: steampunk (laughs) rock and roll costumes. Steampunk, I love that. (laughs) I don't love that, but I love that you pointed out.
1: Yeah. So he's he's definitely an interesting character, gonna probably play a pivotal role in this next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, think you will too. You would hope. Um but I think
2: finger on <laughs> <in> the palm. <laughs>
1: it, it works for him. I mean it, it, it got the job done. But uh I think the last scene that I want to at least touch on is uh the conversation that Daenerys and John had uh in the room. I mean, obviously we know that John spoiled the secret and he told Sansa and Arya and then Sansa <laughs> immediately turns around and tells tells it to Tyrion. Sarah's not happy but I mean like it starts off like the scene starts off like they seem like they're okay like they can get back to normal and obviously they can't so Sarah you're you're about to explode say your bit say your bit
2: this is coming from me who loves Sansa for being manipulative and conniving John is such a little bitch ass, okay? He just needs to keep his secret and everything no. would be fine. He's like a middle no, school I girl.
0: Sansa's <laughs> like a, he's middle, a school middle school girl. School, he's oh, a yeah, puppy.
2: <laughs> he's just like, oh no, I need to tell everybody. And then everybody else tells everybody.
0: No, he told two people Brand his family. Well, yeah, Bran technically Brand really told yeah. that He's true.
1: so much of a weenie,
2: he can't even tell them himself.
1: A <laughs> part, a part of, of me—I mean, I guess because Bran told them, it's implied He's that they weenie. did. But they didn't show the scene He's where they told, and so there's some He's people wondering. I know you. I know some people He's are like wondering if they actually told the truth or not, or maybe they said something else, or what else could have been said. But I don't know. I think it's implied I'm that they nuts you. No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. They're just <laughs>
2: playing a game of telephone. Yeah, and yeah. Sansa is like. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean to her she's trained by Littlefinger this information is big so um. yeah no and and I mean I think with that it kind of all plays to more that Danny's trying to get control of everyone but she's slowly fading out yeah, and mm-hmm. I agree with you mm-hmm. and um, and I think for that moment when they kiss John's like okay this is fine and then he kind of like realizes like this skirt skirt yeah and Mm. then and then and then he's kind of like okay well this isn't how i was raised to to Mm. be like for danny yeah sure we sleep with our family members, whatever cool but (laughs) um but for john i think it's i think it's very weird for him and he's been trying to have this battle with himself that he can't seem to get over and Mm -hmm. i think that pisses danny off too yeah but I think that Sansa telling Tyrion is making Tyrion now rethink who he's loyal to and then that then then that that whole time they're on the on the boat and then you know they're in the room and he's just and you talking he, to Varys yeah, yeah. And you can kind of see on his on his face where he's like I don't know who to be loyal with to or like you know like um I don't know like like who is going to be a kind of a better ruler and I just think that whole thing that Sansa has told Tyrion sets up everything else that's a, that's probably going to come and just, uh, I mean, I mean I don't know. I, I, I just think that her telling him that really changes everything. Just
2: put a ring on it. Yeah. Call it done. <laughs> or, or that. Problem yeah. solved. Or that. I,
3: I thought that wasn't a bad strategy by Tyrion. Danny's a
2: Dom. Problem solved. Danny <laughs> gave
0: him an ultimatum. I respect John for saying, no, it's my choice. It's my decision. It's my secret to tell. You can't tell me who I can and can't tell mm-hmm. my family history to, Danny. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. I, okay, but a part of me thinks that Tyrion would have found out anyway because Varys would have told him. Because Varys knew, like Varys, obviously Varys didn't know. Yeah, he did. Tyrion
0: told Varys. Yeah, I thought Varys asked, and then, him, no. and then Varys said, "How many people Tyrion, know?" This? No, yeah, he said eight. Oh, Tyrion that's no longer um, oh, okay. a secret. That's information. I, I, love, I do that love that bit. line. Um,
1: oh, just but I don't know. I think Tyrion's strategy is probably the best. If they got married, I think that's yeah, the only Tyrion. way they can make it work. Yeah. yeah,
2: but then John's gonna be a weenie. He's be like. No. I Ron
1: mean, it's not minding. a big deal. Like, yeah. I don't know. Danny, no. I can't do it. Oh, they it seem to think yeah. yeah. They seem to think that he'd stay there anyway, just because of he's Danny and wh- their love. He's yeah, he's whipped.
0: whipped. No, he, he's a open to the north. He's whipped at the end of, if he's if he's still alive that's my I thought prediction. I thought
3: that I thought that before this all happened that he was really whipped but now I'm thinking like okay mm. I think he's getting a little less whipped now mm, now he's, he's kind of trying to realize he's whipped I uh-huh. don't know he's I guess we'll he's frustratingly wait and
1: see. whipped <laughs> well I guess we'll have to wait and see now that we know he Da-da, is Why yeah. do you think that actually oh. why do you think that
0: Okay
2: um his his whole honor compels me to always be the best boy is really annoying
0: mm. How does that make him like whipped i'm I'm, I'm just curious about Uh, that language okay (laughs) that's all that's all it is
2: i'm looking at a room of like four dudes who are just staring at me and i'm quite (laughs) literally in a corner right now okay um well you know that could have been a little bit of a joke but i just think i think that john he does whatever she tell he bent the knee Mm. he bent the knee that's the westeros version of being whipped
0: that's fair why did he bend the knee Oh, Save my his people. <laughs>
2: Save his people. Maybe because he also
0: got a in love with Jason just
2: shut me down live I on the love, air.
0: I love my boy okay, John. Actually, you know I hate what? John. I do you know hate what? John, but I love him. <laughs>
2: Sarah 5, Jason 1. Congrats, Jason. You're what? on the board. <laughs> You're
0: on, on
1: the board. The board. <laughs> just keep score. Well, there's two more episodes left, and so there's plenty Jesus of chance for Jason now. to catch Waving up for Sarah. Sarah is Sarah <laughs> her lead. Um, but yeah, so I mean, obviously we, we know that the next episode is going to be another... Big battle, and this is going to be the battle for King's Landing. Now, at least it's implied. It's implied. Um, what are we? What are we thinking, guys? What, are we excited for this next episode? Are We nervous. Do you think it's going to live up to the expectations that are setting up? I don't know. What Burn do we them think? all.
0: Burn them all. Burn them yeah. all. I mean, we say we say that we say we hope that Danny's that got this sort of like backup plan where she's going to you know mm-hmm. come out on top. But I mean, we can't can't Cersei. She's definitely she's got her dragon fire, right? Yeah. yeah. She's oh, she, she, she's God. conniving. She's had weeks or yeah. maybe singular maybe plural maybe plur- plural to prepare for this like yeah, she's got something true. up her yeah. sleeve too yeah, I feel like it's and John's in there now yeah, John how do
1: there? you
2: how do you breathe fire onto a city that has like highly flammable things buried all beneath it, Let's do it. oh my god she is gonna be queen of the ashes guys <laughs> guys <laughs> I guess we'll, guess
1: we'll see King's
2: landing is literally soaked in magical kerosene okay <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
1: the green the the green
3: fire stuff no, I know but <laughs> Yeah I mean I have think to produce it. I think cuz they've all kind of said that this is way bigger than what that big old battle scene that we just saw so I mean I guess how can you top that I mean
1: I if mean if they even I mean, will top it Yeah
3: sure but I mean uh I don't know. I just feel like that she's going to be so pissed off with just what happens. She just want to murder everyone. And I hope be she like does. Giant, just giant burn wave just going through just King's Landing. It's, I hope that's it's what happens. Nuts, yeah. With her
1: one dragon that we think is vulnerable to an arrow. Also that, yeah. So. I mean, and they have
3: arrow machines or whatever set up all yeah. around the wall. Scorpions. So like, the scorpions, so, yeah. So, I mean, is. Ballista, is, that, is that dragon really actually. as big the, the video, as we think it is? We scorpions
2: in the show, Jason. Pretty sure
0: scorpions are movable. Maybe ballistas are too, don't I? They just, they, <laughs> they, What are the they difference? Just, I don't know, guys. Tyburn
2: cult. for the purposes of the show, they're scorpions. That's if pretty, you're talking real yeah. battle-ready, I don't know, probably ballistas. I don't know why
0: they don't use the superior siege engine, the trebuchet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we moving <Jeez>. on.
1: <laughs> the battering ram. <laughs> All right, guys, so... Best part of the show, we want your ratings. How many Davos fingers, whatever it might be. What? Well, give us your rating of the episode. All right. Sarah, we're starting with you. You guys aren't
2: going to like this. Hit us with it. I was kind of underwhelmed with this episode. Okay. The first half, I give it like one Davos knuck. <laughs> the second half upped it a little bit, maybe to a full knuckle or a full finger. Oh, wow. But but I, 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 I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm kind of on board with that. For me, like I like where the story went. I don't like how it got there. Um, I'm gonna go with one singular
3: Jamie Goldenhand. Can we talk about the season real quick? Because it seems like...
2: Our rating uh, system is so messed yeah, up. It, 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 there's no bearing for <laughs> it. It's like a point. seven, six yes, out of ten. Let's talk about the season. Um,
3: because with people, they seem like they haven't really been on board with like what's been going on. They seem like they're very just kind of upset with how it's played out. I don't know how you guys feel about all that, but everyone seems to be just kind of... I guess not really in love with what they felt. Okay, in Gabe, love with? Yeah,
2: let me let me throw down some, some sugar on this podcast. All right, let's do it. I I, I may have thrown it thrown it down on one <laughs> yeah. of the other podcasts that we did, but I'll just do it again.
3: Let me throw some sugar.
2: I t- used to be one of those people who had to theorize everything, had to be like, "He's gonna die. This means that." Blah In this season, so many people on the internet everywhere. Jason's and Jake's. (laughs) Not me. (laughs) Have just been like, the writing's bad. This is going to happen. That's going to do this. And I'm just like, just let people enjoy things. I just want to watch it for what it is. Mm -hmm. I just want to see it get carried out. So I'm on the other side of the spectrum where I am just like, feed this to my eyes. I will form my (laughs) own opinion. I want to see how it rides out. Just write the show and let me watch it. Yeah,
4: that's
1: fair. Oh, I 100% agree with that. And I think the only reason I might come off as a theorist is because Ryan Wynn over here made me do this podcast. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm
2: still a theorist, but I'm yeah. not like, my theory's the end, right. I'll be all, suck it, people. Yeah. You know? No, I
1: mean, I'm the same way. Like, I've really enjoyed this season, and I thought they've done a great job with it so far. Um, I'm just enjoying the ride. I mean, that's all you really can do, and, like, I don't, I'm not one to really kind of, like, like read into it too much or assume anything I just like take it for what it is in
0: the episode so and Jason, Jason and I've had debates about Jason might
2: this. be on the other end of the spectrum which is why this podcast works because we're not just mm-hmm. all fanboys yeah
0: I was gonna kind of yeah like say say some mean things but thank say you <laughs> no'll there are multiple there are more than one way to enjoy a show and I think forming theories was fun for me until I realized that D and d don't really care about theories they don't care about what makes interesting writing and from what i've seen this season i'm just disappointed with it i don't care about theories very much anymore cuz i know none of the interesting ones are going to come true and um as a as as for for like let me just enjoy it i mean what is you know what what, it, what is the show how, how how good can it be if you can't critique it and mm. so that and i i love critiquing things is like my favorite thing in the world i critique for everything sure. and so that's kind of why opinion I, opinion love I, so I love this podcast so much cuz i love editor, critique yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and 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 when I when I sass at Jason, that's that's just that. It's just me being sassy. oh for sure, oh for
3: yeah. sure, one hundred percent. So Gabe, what's your rating of the episode? Ratings: um, one hound um passage of him calling you a little bird, and then you being like, no, I'm good, <laughs> <What>? and then it's <laughs> <is> getting worse, <laughs> and then and then and then after that, him calling you the c word because <laughs> because because it's kind of like warm and fuzzy, and okay, cool, you know, this is great. And then after that, he like there's all these. Shitty parts where you're like, oh my god, sh- like she just died, or oh my god, this uh, this whole just huge dragon just got shot out of the sky. Mm-hmm. So, I think you're kind of just like on this, um, this this shows or this 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 part of the episode where you're just so oh, just up and down with things. So, that's my rating system. So, one hound passage, I would say. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I
1: might be in the minority here, but I thought this was the best episode of the season. If you take the, if you take the battle of Winterfall out, because that's kind of a, it's a whole entire battle, not a lot of stuff goes on in that, but like in terms of like. I mean, whatever. That was a great episode, too. But I think this was still my favorite of the ep- of the season just because I thought it was the most characteristic of what a Game of Thrones episode has been mm-hmm. in seasons past. We had your romance. Uh, we poor had, Gendry. Yeah, oh, poor Gendry getting Grant. turned out. We didn't talk about that. but uh, So, I mean, it had your romance. It had your intense battle scenes. It had some good conversation and politics. Um, and then it also had some shocks, like out of nowhere shocks that no one saw coming. And I don't know. I thought this episode, like the first two episodes leading up to the Battle of Winterfell, like there's just a lot of exposition not a lot of stuff going on, It's just preparing for that so we had two in. episodes of build up and then we had the big thing and then now they finally can get back to normal I thought.
2: And let's not forget what makes Game of Thrones the show that it is the dialogue and the politics yeah. mm-hmm. and so that's the later half of this episode, right. that's why I started to like it again mm-hmm. and you know we're picking up this trend, Sarah likes the manipulative conniving characters, Sarah yeah. likes the dialogue and the politics mm-hmm. um, some people like the action and the mythology but I I think you I like think all of it. Game of Thrones, it is really just like get me back to the game of the of mm-hmm. thrones. Um, and we're we saw that a little bit, but now I think we're gonna go back into another big I know. ass battle.
1: And so I'm kind of disappointed on that, but I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see. I thought it was decent. The last episode is gonna be crazy. I think True. my rating for this episode would probably just be. Um, I'm gonna give what's what's um John's sword Valerian steel sword long claw. Long, claw. long claw. I'm giving it a long claw. Also,
0: please tell me in numerical v- values out of ten. <laughs> out of ten. Okay, no one ever did that. We couldn't understand that. We couldn't understand that. We
1: not understand. I have
2: a Davos knuckle that grew to a full finger. Yeah. <laughs> Gabe has a, 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 a hound, hound one liner. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you got a Jamie hand. Jake's got long, long claw. claw. Our rating system is messed up. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Fuck it, but it's ours, yeah. it's the best. <laughs> All right, so we got two more episodes left. Um, let's do it. excited for this. This next one's going to be big.
0: It really is just enjoy these last two. Honestly. Think it, yeah, after this. Jason, let's Woo-hoo! enjoy these last two. Yes, if I can, Jason. I will. If I can, I will. I promise. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a curse, I promise. You can't I turn mean, it off. I can't turn it off. Um, <laughs> it job. really is crazy. I mean, it, it's kind of like the the Avengers. I won't spoil anything, but it's it's kind of like it's an era like is weeks. coming to an end. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm ready. <laughs> like after this, this, after the last episode, I feel like I'm gonna be a little lost, mm-hmm. like, like you are when you finish, yeah, when, when really you fi- finish any any sort of really good TV show or book, Um and it's it's just like nothing like this, in my opinion, will ever exist again with this level of funding and yeah, heartfelt, just like total oh, so true. To- total kind of um um go Absolutely. out and get it attitude yeah. that, that, that we that we've seen mm-hmm. and sort of heart and love for the show. So that's kind of what I've been doing. I just take a moment of my time every now and then, and be like and appreciate it you know what I mean Yeah.
2: hell yeah
1: it's gonna be great two more episodes and we're here for the rad so oh, yeah. we'll be back next week another podcast <laughs> wrapping up the next big battle and then one more after that and then we're done <laughs> but uh, it's gonna be exciting thank you Gabe and Jason and Sarah for, for jumping in thank you Jake a lot of fun to be here um, and we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll Bye. see you next week. Paul <laughs> didn't sing
4: the intro. No,
2: we're not singing the intro anymore. Oh my gosh. We can't do both. That's too much,
4: right. Both.